2: You're listening to the show on KMOX. Chris Franchi, Amy Marks, of Course, Kevin Wheeler, with you here at the show. KMOX on Twitter, on Facebook, live right now, so you can see us talking if you'd like to. Facebook.com/slash KMOX1120. Text line six three four three six seventy nine hundred three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. We're gonna hit some texts in just a little bit. Uh, if you want to throw anything in, like if we're if we're talking about a topic, there is nothing off limits to you. The only thing that might be off limits is if we have a guest. And we're not going to interrupt that to talk about text, but we can, we will come back to them. So if you want to be a part of the show there, 314-436-7900. Uh, we had, we're going we're gonna to talk in a minute about um, the the televised mm. January 6th hearings that are going to be coming up tomorrow night. Uh, but just a minute ago, I, I saw something because this is what I do during breaks. I can't get enough Twitter. Uh, but, you know, you do see occasionally things that are breaking news sure. that's happening and things along those lines. I just want to get your reaction to this from the two of you first. And, again, if anybody wants to hit us up, 314-436-7900, tell me if my take on this is just off. But today Mitch McConnell um, sent a message to House Democrats, and he said this this is about the Supreme Court security bill. And if anybody missed the story, there was a man arrested outside Brett Kavanaugh's home, uh, believe Mm -hmm. had a weapon with him, a gun with him. And certainly, I think the security of a Supreme Court justice is an important thing. Yes. I'm not telling. I'm yes. not saying that it's not. It clearly is. Tell me if you think there's anything weird about this. So Mitch McConnell today says House Democrats must pass this bill. They need to do it today. No more fiddling around with this. They need to pass it today before the sun sets. And my question is, where is that energy when 19 kids get shot?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And and how many how many school children have been killed? In the last five, ten years. We don't have that energy for kids being killed. But we have that energy when one guy one time gets arrested outside a Supreme Court justice's house. And again, I think both of these things are important. We can do both. What I'm questioning is your energy on this. You're demanding action for a
1: one-time thing. There's a
2: hypocrisy in it. And you won't do anything about the other.
1: Right. Well, one... I think everyone can agree that the Supreme Court justices should be safe and should yes. have security. Yeah, and so absolutely. there's no risk politically for Mitch McConnell to demand action and Bingo. to express urgency. There's no political risk. He's not going to upset his constituents. He's not tackling an issue that does involve the Second Amendment, that involves you know the Bill of Rights. And so th- this is an easy thing to say. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's right and it's easy. Taking action on the Second Amendment is right. And it's difficult. It's
2: not though. It's not if you're reasonable.
1: Well, politically, Nobody, if, gonna, if you're, it's politically if you're, difficult.
2: If you're
0: reasonable and also you don't care about your politics, and I, I, I look, I understand there are people who this is the job they want. They want to be a politician. They want to help. They want to be a senator, a congressman, help, whatever. They well, like, well, they, they, they like,
2: maybe they like what comes along with being in the position. I think of power. there
0: are people who do want to help, mm-hmm. yeah, but like three but of them. sometimes, and it's. <laughs> Sometimes you are thrust into a position where you have to do something good that might sacrifice your job. And I wish more of the people who are elected said, I don't care if this costs me my career in politics, but I'm going to do something to protect people. I'm going to do something to help people. And I don't care what the consequences are. If I lose the next election... Because I'm in a a particular uh, part of the country that's either red or solidly blue and they don't like what I'm about to do, but I know what I'm about to do will help. I'm going to do it. I wish more people had that kind of conviction.
1: So I absolutely agree. And there's two different directions we can go here with exactly what you said, the Second Amendment and also January 6th. A politician who made a statement and took a stand that was politically risky was Liz Cheney. Mm -hmm. And she suffered for it because the Republicans want to kick her off committees. Marjorie Taylor Greene can say what she wants to say. But Liz Cheney was condemned for standing up against Donald Trump and what happened on January 6th. That was politically risky. And that is exactly what we need right now, whether we're talking about the gun issue or we're talking about our elections.
0: And there are people I think who are, and, and I'm trying to think of an example right now, but people who I think do what Liz Cheney did because they think it's beneficial in some way. Like, it, like hey, it looks good that I'm doing this and I'm going to benefit from it somehow down the line, but I don't think that's what she's doing. I think, no, I think she just, she very much believes in the system and she believes in democracy. And so she's taken that stand.
1: David French, who's with the Atlantic and the dispatch along with Stephen Hayes, who I believe has now moved to ABC or NBC. They had a live meeting with Liz Cheney last night and they were looking at what happened on January 6th and why it's so important to go over what happened and also to condemn what happened. And David French pointed out, if you, if January 6th happened in another country, if that happened in another country, all of us would watch that on TV and say, that's not stable. That, that country, that government is not stable. It, it is something that is inherently fracturing of the government and of the country. So, what do you do at that moment? And again, they went on to talk about leadership and the importance of good leadership in pivotal moments. And s- who is the leader right now? Who is the leader right now to get us through this pivotal moment? It, well, like, I will say this it's kind of interesting. During the Civil War, when Abraham Lincoln was elected. Nobody knew they were electing Abraham Lincoln right, as we right. know him. He was a man who stepped well, same up. Same thing
0: for Zelensky.
1: Yes, he was Nobody a man knew, who stepped up yes. to the moment. And and what a how fortunate for our country that one of the greatest presidents ever was president during one of the worst or greatest crises ever in our country. So right now we are at a crisis point, but who's that leader?
2: It's a great question. I want to get back to, to the point you made, Ranj, about Doing something risky, right? What did everybody say about the cops at Uvalde? What was their job?
1: To go what, what, in and, and save the kids. how
2: enraged are most people hearing that and seeing that? I haven't talked to a single person that said anything like, well, I can understand it. Everybody's I, like, uh, you signed up for that job. You have to take the danger because that's part of the deal. And I feel like we should be talking the same way about people who hold political office. Well, yeah, I mean, to, I did I mean, see. I'm not yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. But you cannot stand outside right. and wait. And I'm talking about Mitch McConnell. I'm talking about, let's be honest, anybody. This case, it was Mitch McConnell. But we're not talking about anybody in these positions. You can't criticize those police officers and then not also criticize everyone in politics that covers their own ass before they do something that would benefit mm-hmm. people. I agree with you.
0: And I and obviously, I agree with you on this because that's pretty much what. Look, people, it's unfair to the person who who really wanted to be a politician that this is the moment they are thrust into. It's that not the, unfair, the, the they moment they for it. I mean, well, but, like that's, thing, what I, that's, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Is that that it's? I, I'm sure that to them, it's like, dang, this sucks because I just want to be a politician. I want to be, but now I'm thrust into this moment. I have to be great. And and the, maybe I wanted this to be easy, but it's not going to be easy. So uh, here we go. I'm going to do the things that will will help the public. And sorry, but that's what you signed up for. And, and like honestly, you signed up for the possibility this might happen to you in your career.
1: And honestly, I would even replace the word great with competent at yes. this point. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> incremental <laughs> how steps. How I'll about, take
2: a... How about just sympathetic? Because,
1: yeah. uh, Wheels, we were talking about this before the show. When we're looking at guns and the issue of gun control, I think there are so many Republicans who are afraid of their constituency when really you can be pro-Second Amendment and pro-gun control or red flag laws because what you want to make sure is when you're looking at that issue that it's under control— this is hang with me here, folks. But when Roe v. Wade, right, when Roe v. Wade happened, not the leak, but the original Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, wow, this is so, quote, breathtaking in scope that it is inherently unstable. The decision was too big. There it, it was too open to interpretation. There was really very little regulation. When the Second Amendment, if we don't have some regulation and we look at red flag laws and we say hey we've got to get this under control if people are under the impression that guns are completely out of control then we've lost that they're going to want to wipe it away altogether do you know what i mean take charge of the situation while you still have a chance i
2: used a horribly inappropriate uh analogy it's just not as serious which is why it feels inappropriate but um it is similar to what's happened with college sports is they sat around and did nothing for 20, 30 years, and then all of a sudden they get court cases ruled against them and states start making laws that you can't restrict what people can earn on their own name, image, and likeness. And now you have something that is totally out of your control. You can't handle it anymore. You should take those steps before it goes that far.
0: Yeah, and you, I I mean, Amy, you're 100% right on this. You want to make it look like we are not going to have any sorts of issues with the thing that we like, right? So you'll stop paying attention to us if you do these gun laws.
2: A lot, of, a lot of news in the world breaking around this time. I mean, we mentioned it with Stephen Portnoy. You know, you've got the the televised January 6th hearings tomorrow night, uh, and we'll obviously talk more about that on Friday as well. Uh, lots of conversation about, Gun legislation or the potential for it, you know they, they are having talks. We had, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Matthew McConaughey speech yesterday. Later in the show, I want to we're going to play uh, the audio from uh, the teacher who was in the room with his eleven students being killed. That was Arnulfo mm. Reyes. Mm. Um, powerful stuff. There. We'll play that a little bit later on. We also have some more baseball for you. So we're gonna we're gonna mix it up, and um, this is not quite. As heavy as all of that, but a big story nonetheless. We talked about it a bit yesterday, but the story advanced today because even more have joined this. So the defections from the PGA Tour to the new, and by the way, it is the Live Tour. I, I tuned in, yeah. I, ch- I checked out the uh, PGA Tour channel on SiriusXM and that's what they were calling it. I think they know. So it's the Live Tour yes. that's sponsored. It's, it's backed by Saudi royal family money, right? And they're throwing money at Everybody to make the jump. So yesterday we talked about it being uh, Dustin Johnson, and then there were a few others. Well, today Bryson DeChambeau mm-hmm. uh, was it Ricky Fowler? Uh, what was the other one? Oh, they said Mickelson. Mickelson hasn't made. He did make it, or he's going to. Because I, I know he's on the. He was. He's been reported as being on the. On the bubble, but probably going. Yeah, I think he is.
1: The headline I read said Mickelson will. Sergio Garcia. He
2: he hasn't announced it is all that is. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Patrick Reed was the other one today. So that's your 2018 Masters champion in Patrick Reed. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau is your 2020 U.S. Open champion. These are some of the biggest names on the tour. And they're leaving for crazy money. I mean, we pointed out Dustin Johnson got $125 million. And I want to keep from making this point that is before they ever win money mm-hmm. as a part of an event right that's not counting the the purses for the event that's just this is to get us this is us getting you away from the PGA tour so now when you're looking at this and you're seeing Dustin Johnson Bryson DeChambeau Patrick Reed Phil Mickelson <laughs> Uh, Sergio Garcia was another one of them yep. that made the jump. I mean, these are big-name golfers.
1: Big names, and they're starting with $2 billion of Saudi money. That's just like the starting point. Yep. And winner's purses start at $4 million. Start at $4 million.
0: The tour commissioner said that they've been threatening um, uh, these golfers with fines Being and banned. suspensions and, and punishments of, yeah. of all kinds. But some of the players that we've mentioned, Johnson... Schwartzel, Garcia, Kevin Na—they've all just outright resigned. Yeah, like they're not even on the tour. Like they—they said no. And and I think really what this is is these guys. And I look. I I wish and I hope that somebody will just say, "Hey, they're paying us a lot of money that we couldn't pass up to do this," which isn't what's going to be said by any of these players. But it would be really something if they did. If one person just said, "Hey, they got (laughs) they got a lot of money." And we're going with that, and it's guaranteed money for us even. It's life-changing money, so we couldn't pass that up.
1: Phil Mickelson basically said this when he got in trouble with his comments. He said, now this was in February, quote, they're scary mother blankers to get involved with. Speaking Speaking of Saudi Arabia, they killed uh you know washington post reporter they killed khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights they execute people over there for being gay knowing all of this why would i even consider it because this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to reshape how the pga tour operates and i interpret interpret that two ways one it's free agency for golfers for the first time and two he's got a price tag he's got money and don't tell me these players don't know that Entering this tour that is run by a quasi authoritarian government don't, don't know, know quasi. yeah, or just authoritarian <laughs> government right, right don't forward. know exactly what they're entering into. My goodness, Mickelson just said it, and th- this blows my mind because we talked about this yesterday. Why does Saudi Arabia want to have this live tour? It is branding, this is the way Saudi Arabia pushes their internal and external propaganda in the same way that China used the Olympics to push internal and external propaganda, despite the fact that they had genocide. I find this incredibly distasteful and somewhat discouraging that all of these guys have a price tag to say, yeah, it's human rights. They kill people for being gay. They chopped up a reporter, but Hey buddy, I want to make a hundred million dollars. Yeah.
2: It, it, all of it's nasty and, and horrible. And the point I just made yesterday was, Unless we're going to hold everybody accountable for all of those things, because we all buy cheap crap from China, and we know how their civil rights record is or their human rights record is. Right? Um, Jared Kushner took two billion dollars from the Saudis. Yeah, I, I don't. Our government do, does work with all of these countries that that can benefit us. And I'm not saying we can't say they're wrong because they mm-hmm. are. But we need to have, as I said with McConnell yesterday, we all have to have the same energy for everybody doing that, not just the the athletes well, that do that. I
1: mean, yes and no. I mean, in the sense that. Uh, how direct is your relationship with the Saudis? To me, there's a difference between you buying your iPhone, right? Which may or may not be made with slave labor in China, where Congress is trying to pass legislation so that it's not. But there's a difference between you buying your iPhone and then you going to work for a radio station that spews CCP propaganda and you're taking checks from Xi Jinping. You can't tell me that those are morally equal
2: no but I can I can look at every if I can find it every single a picture mo, many pictures of every single modern president of the United States posing with the Saudi royal family having meetings with them at the White House meeting them on I mean I'm looking at Obama yeah, with them right you, now you do have yep. to
1: take meetings no
2: I understand that but if we're calling them vicious dictators that murdered an American citizen American journalist who obviously was of, uh, of Middle Eastern descent we're we're all mad that we're allowing that but then we're still going to deal with them? Well, we don't have a choice. I know, that's my point. But, but- we don't, we don't look there there are
0: varying degrees of awfulness here, but the reality is the United States needs Saudi Arabia. We we oil. we need their oil. And and
1: But we don't we could. We we could wean ourselves off of that oil. I mean, my goodness, Adam Schiff was Telling President Biden, yeah, you should like that's go over the point there.
0: that that we need to get to a place where we are not dependent upon those people.
1: We
2: all agree those on those countries. That. We like what we yes. all agree on that. But we're but doing we, we it don't, and we've done it for every administration in our entire lifetimes. Right. So we have so the hard all, part is, we are all a part of that because we don't hold our elected officials accountable on this stuff. We're like, well, yeah, we need gas. Well, the hardest part is weaning ourselves off the gas.
0: And moving forward. But no, there aren't enough people that have an appetite to do that.
2: Yeah. Uh, again, 100% agree. Yeah. I, just, I feel I feel icky criticizing a golfer. I don't. And, and I don't mean you know, <laughs> without also criticizing everybody else. Oh, you have. I know. That's what I'm saying. And we all need to do so
1: that. So no icky okay. feeling from you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. All right, hang tight. We got uh, a lot more coming up after the news. We're going to hit a few other serious things and some fun as well here on the show.
3: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: You want to get down? Tell me, what you gonna do? All right, it's down. the show on KMOX. Chris, Ron, Jamie, Marks, of course, Kevin Wheeler with you. We're going to get some of your texts in a few minutes. 314 436 7900. You find us on Twitter at the show KMOX. Uh, all of our personal Twitter handles are linked there in the bio. You can find, watch us live right now, Facebook Live. That's facebook.com slash KMOX 1120. Of course, you could be listening to us on 1120 a.m. Your better bet is 98.7 FM, which I found out. Uh, in the last few weeks, but I I proved again last night that works way out west. I was out Highway K Mm -hmm. in St. Charles County, 70 and K, and it worked just fine, and it was just fine there this morning on my way into work. So it's got a little more range than sometimes people think.
0: And get the Odyssey app, too. Well, you can do that, too. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if you're, like, in an office building, sometimes an office building doesn't have the best reception, um, and you want to keep it quiet. You know you don't want you don't want other people to hear. Mm-hmm. You got your headphones plugged into your laptop or whatever. Yeah, get the Odyssey app. Well, you don't really need it on your laptop. You can
2: listen to us, but put it on your phone too. Yeah. Nice and nice and easy. Why are you looking at me that way, Amy?
1: Well, you're giving
2: me a look, and people on Facebook see it. and You're giving me some look like it's like a suspicious. Nah, man. She what's just wrong like that. With you? What's I'm, wrong with you, still, you? Kind of look.
1: I'm yeah. Well, one, my face is kind of always like it's that. It's It's just but a I'm, thing. I was laughing at the text you sent last night out of nowhere. We just get a text from Kevin that says, ah, like just (laughs) A with an an unlimited number of H's after it. So I'm thinking, do I not respond? Because that would be funny. Yes, it would. (laughs) If he just texts a yell, but I did ask him what happened.
2: What's wrong with Kevin? Like, I
1: don't Uh, care. I don't care.
2: care. Actually, that would be a pretty normal response, I think.
1: (laughs) Because you texted, because. Because what? You texted ah
2: Oh, I texted you guys because I bit the living crap out of my tongue, and it hurt so <laughs> I mean, much. How the- could
1: you not know wh- why you texted?
2: I I, I I didn't know what you meant. Like why? You, I didn't know if you meant, like, why in the world would I text that to you, or what oh. was the motivation behind the text? So the motivation behind the text was... I bit the living hell out of my tongue. It really 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 hurt. And the reason I sent it to you guys is because you guys are my friends <laughs> and I needed your support in the moment.
1: Yeah, he said this is what best friends do because I've bitten my tongue and it never occurred to me to text someone about it.
2: I needed something to distract me from cuz I was doing laps in my basement. I couldn't I was it hurt so much. I could not sit still. I was like running around the basement trying not to yell. See, this is where you need whiskey. I didn't have any.
1: Wouldn't that hurt though? That'd be like alcohol It'll on numb the tongue. It. At, It'll yeah, numb it. At
2: first, but I'm sure it would
0: numb it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're not gonna put like isopropyl alcohol in there. So, so you just do a what'sa uh, isopropyl rubbing alcohol. Oh, there you go. Don't put that in your mouth. I did one time. Did I don't you know really? why. Yeah.
1: You don't know why? why? I forgot
0: why I did this. <sighs> and health, then I said, and health, then I was like, tip that was. Really, I didn't drink it, Ugh. but it was in my mouth. For a minute, for not a minute, for like a second, <laughs> uh, a minute so it would have been a really long hey, time.
1: Have you ever called poison control? No. How, you haven't? Have you, Kevin?
0: Yeah, after I ate that bad salmon I called.
1: <laughs> okay. So I am a train wreck. Last year no. I had to call poison control because, so I have essential oils and tea tree is an essential oil. And at any rate, I had this tea tree and you can use it on your face, but somehow I got like three do- drops of tea tree oil in my mouth, which... It's not seem like a big deal, but uh. I'm like, some of these essential oils you're not supposed to actually consume. So I Googled it, and it's like, if you have tea tree oil, you know, you could go to sleep and then be in a coma. What? And was like, Come on. What? Three drops? There's
0: no way. Yeah,
1: it was saying no. even a very, because these essential oils are so concentrated. So no. I'm sitting there going, okay, you know, it's just me. And I, I've I've said repeatedly, my mom thinks I should get a life alert. I just shouldn't be left alone. And so I have this tea Amy, tree oil, and I consumed it. So, a-
0: Amy, by the way, is not like a. She's she's younger than forty. Amy yeah. is Amy is in her thirties. Sorry, everybody knows that now. Everybody knows, Uh, Everybody knows that. And this lady needs a life alert.
1: Well, I do. So I call poison control. I say, listen, I am so sorry. I swallowed some tea tea, tea tree oil. I don't know if this is dangerous. I read online that I could go into a coma. And the woman was super nice. First of all, shout out to all the people manning the poison control call centers at various (laughs) hospitals. Could not have been friendlier. She, She told me that I was going to be fine. You know, did I feel sick? No. And then she asked. Do you want me to call back in twenty minutes to check on oh you? My God. How nice is that? You know,
2: it's super nice. But I'm if- reading this stuff. She was not wrong to call. Now, Thank three you. drops is probably not enough to worry about. But how about this? This is this is on poison.org. Okay. Okay. So it's poison control. Poison.org, not the band, yeah. but poison control. <laughs> the- and the, and the headline of this is, and the, it says this really happened, and it lists two cases. One case, an elderly male swallowed a teaspoon of tea tree oil. So just a teaspoon.
1: Which is more than three drops. A lot more. That's but, a lot but it's still not oil. a lot.
2: It's still not a, a large quantity, but it's a lot more than three drops. He called poison control about two hours later, complaining of dizziness and vomiting. His speech was slurred. Come he on. was referred to the nearest emergency room by poison control. Emergency medical services came to the home and performed an EKG and checked his vital signs, which were normal. And the patient declined to go to the emergency room. His wife observed him at home. Poison control called the home. Two hours later, he was much better. A day later to the poison control, and he reported he was just fine. Hmm. So... See? it's I mean, serious people I, took that seriously. I was hoping that the poison
0: control lady would have been like, what? <laughs> like, what's your problem? She was.
1: I mean, it was like You're fine. two or three drops, which was basically what she was doing. But I was in distress. Also... I'm always guilty. I always feel guilty. Whenever anything happens, I feel like it's my fault. So, yesterday, I hear a lot of doors slamming in my apartment building, and I I leave and someone's moving. They're leaving the apartment building. They're moving. And I am my first thought, I kid you not, is I did something wrong. They're moving because of me. I felt like I'm a bad neighbor, and I've had several several apartment people <laughs> Neighbors move, and I always feel like it's my fault.
2: Did they ever say anything to no. you, like stop making noise or stop cooking meth or yeah, whatever you're or doing? No, there.
1: they've never said anything. My neighbors are then super nice and quiet. I don't you, really know them.
2: Why would you assume that? that I you have had a, a role guilty
1: that. demeanor. That's another reason why, if I were ever accused of a crime falsely. I would look so guilty. Everything
0: comes back. To You'd myths. probably be like, "Wow, maybe I did kill him. Did
1: I kill do this guy? Maybe what? I did." did I? So, like, did
0: did something happen in your life where, or, or like, were you always blamed for things growing up?
1: No, but I always feel guilty. And again, if I were on the stand. That's why when people are, like, watching these trials and the TikToks and even the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing, look at her. What an innocent person do that. I'm like, if that innocent person is me, yeah, I'm the worst innocent person.
2: <laughs> 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 the, you got to write that time down. I am the There's... worst innocent person. Oh, my God. I just
1: feel like everything's my fault. Anyway. Amy.
2: I, I, but do you- I, if you... If there's no evidence that it is your fault, why would you
1: think that? Because I know I look guilty. <laughs> <There> have- <laughs> no, okay, here's another thing. I'm so afraid of accidentally breaking the law that I will review my Twitter multiple times a week I go to my Twitter profile and I look at my likes to see if I accidentally liked something offensive. Liking
0: something is not breaking the law. But it feels
1: you know what I mean like you know how you you might get
0: dragged for it which you might deserve. But but the thing
1: is if I didn't I mean like I didn't know I liked it because you know your thumb is on the screen and you're scrolling and whenever you scroll through controversial things I want Nothing to do with it. And I'm always afraid, oh, what if it read that as a like? So I always check my likes to make sure I didn't accidentally like something.
0: You know what's scarier than that? What? Scarier than liking something offensive on Twitter is accidentally liking somebody's bikini pic. It's the it's wait. First of all, it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. is. Yeah, it is. I don't want that. No, I don't. No, I don't want that. I don't want her to be like, oh, she saw me like it. No, no, Uh, you don't want that
1: 2 a.m. or something. It just looks bad because
0: on Instagram, when you go through like the double tap is a like. And I don't double tap the like. I just hit the little heart if I like something. Um, but when you're scrolling and you stop, you stop something or you're, you know, whatever. Like you accidentally uh, touch it a couple of times too fast. It'll like, and then I'll say, No, no, I don't want. Oh God, she saw that. She saw that. That's this is gonna be bad for me. This is really bad. Yeah, that's that's way worse. Way worse. It's way more terrifying.
1: Kevin cannot even speak I'd, right now. I
0: would rather be canceled than have somebody. I'm avoiding being canceled right now. I would. I would rather. <laughs> I would rather be canceled than have some woman see me like yeah. her suggestive photo.
1: Okay, I have oh. to just say this for a visual since this is radio. Unless you're watching on Facebook. I can actually see the millions of thoughts and comments oh, running through Wheeler's brain and the filters in his brain and you can just see.
2: Ranji, you opened so many doors right there. I did. And I had to walk past all of them. <laughs> I did. I had to walk past every Sorry. single one of them. Sorry, I just I just don't want anybody
0: to have the knowledge that's, that I've seen their that's, photo. That's it. Yeah. I have
1: a life tip, and this is generally for guys. If you come across a lady's Facebook or Instagram profile, don't like twenty five pictures
2: and not the in other sequence.
1: Ones. <laughs> well, no, oh, okay. just like in sequence. We're like so that that lady wakes up in the morning. Oh, and just sees you, like, and you, like, and like, like. See. Yes, hundred likes from the yeah. same guy. Just that's, trying to get your attention.
2: Yeah, that that's is, what they're that, doing. That's, that's probably do that. not great. That's not. That's probably not great. I didn't think of it that way. I didn't think of it like you're just sitting there like. I like that one and I like that one. <laughs> and I like that one and I like that one. Like, yeah, I didn't think of it like, oh my God. You were
1: thinking you gotta like if you like the bikini photo, you, you also like, have to like well, the family my photo. Is, my
2: point is I wouldn't want somebody to be self conscious if I liked like three of their photos, but not three others. So is there something wrong with those photos?
0: See, I would see it as they're like, oh, this person's going through my entire profile. Yeah, wow. well, that's that's, that's 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 I don't want anybody to meant. think I'm doing that, even though I totally am. Yeah, we don't need anybody creep booking. You ever heard of creep booking? I haven't. What it used to be called
2: Facebook creeping. That was the very yeah. first thing.
1: Yeah.
2: And now it's just a creep booking. Yeah. I. Uh, I not a good idea. Also, not a fan of the concept. Even if you even not not just not letting other people know about it, but also not um, doing it. Like just don't. What if you're bad bored? Idea.
1: Well, sometimes you have to check out someone if like your friends going sure? out
2: with them. Mm. I, I don't really have that problem. But yeah, I can see that would be a useful thing all right time for trending now amy chris and kevin hanging out with you at the show kmox on twitter facebook.com slash kmox 1120 if you want to watch live you would have seen all the faces i was making last segment as ronji was saying all these weird things that i wanted to make jokes about but there's couldn't. nothing weird about anything i said yeah i know i just don't want people to know if i like right. their
0: their photos where they it's okay where not that. In, in just some swimsuits. of the words
2: you use to convey that thought that thought well, hilarious! Mm. All right, so trending. I got a bunch of stories that are trending. We each kind of pick something out that's making creating some buzz in the world. Um, I got one that made me mad. Oh, that made shock shocked about this. Mm. So you know, we, we we talked a lot about guns, and we played Matthew McConaughey talking about reasonable things that can be done to make people safer. It's not meaning to take away anything from law-abiding citizens. Things like that. We had uh, Representative Steve Scalise today say that. There wasn't a conversation about banning airplanes after 9-11. Oh. Okay, okay, first of all, the conversation now is not about banning guns. It's not about making them all illegal. It's about controlling these very specific dangerous guns and making sure that dangerous people... Have a much more difficult time getting them right. That's the conversation. It's about restrictions that we have on almost literally everything I else. I mean, the nine eleven argument is nonsense because the literally everything changed. changed yes. I yes. mean, they immediately, as soon as those attacks started happening, immediately grounded. You can't go all to the gate to see some, You no, can't no, go to the gate but, to see somebody go away. But you in can't, the immediate aftermath, like in the minutes following the attacks, they grounded, they grounded everything, right? Right. Everybody, and then completely redid everything about airport security all across the country and created a new entity, the Department of Homeland Security. Oh, and by the way, went to a couple of wars after it, too. Well, I mean, to say that there wasn't any kind of reaction to it is the most ridiculous, childish argument. If you want to argue against what people are suggesting for gun control, then make those arguments. Don't do this.
1: Other than, like, saying B.C. or A.D., Before 9-11 and post-9-11 is like a pretty prominent marker in the trajectory of American and world history.
2: Yeah, would you say what? Pearl Harbor would be one of those. uh, But I don't think we really say before
1: Pearl Harbor. I'm talking about... No, but it was like,
2: you know, it changed the world.
0: It It, did change
1: the world, yeah.
2: (laughs) Isn't
0: that... It was during World War II, right? Or after that we started doing the national anthem at every sporting event, right? It was something around around that time. I think it was around that time, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think it was a tradition leading up to that It was the 40s or 50s, if I remember right. But what what you said about... um,
1: Why did I think it was one? Anyway.
0: About Scalise, who, you know, you said, "Do, do you know, make a reasonable argument about what we're talking about, but don't do this. Yeah. The problem is the this seems to work. It yeah. works on a lot of people. There are going to be people... That's why he does who, it. ...who hear this argument and say, Right on, Steve Scalise. That's exactly right. It's like, when it's know,
2: not, it's exactly we have a whole, wrong. We have a whole rash of drunken driving, and we don't try to ban cars. No, no, no. We just put them all in jail. That's right. And we, we have all these other... like just, just have the specific conversations about the actual issues, and if you want to make the opposite case, go ahead. This kind of generalized infantile nonsense yeah. does nothing except, obviously, feed people that only want to be fed that kind of thing.
1: The national anthem, they did start singing it at sporting events during World War One.
2: Good
0: call. World War I. Also, Yeah, Also. Nice. That's what we Thank said, you. right?
1: No, that's what I said. That's what she said. <laughs> also. <did laughs> you know- oh
0: Good for you. Aren't you smart?
1: <laughs> okay.
2: What else is trending?
0: Anything? Well,
1: what's trending is there's a national day for the show. Believe it or not. We have
2: the show, National Show Day? Well,
1: basically, it's National Best Friends Day. Look at ah, us. That's, that's
2: why us. I texted you guys yeah. the, the text last night, because yeah. you're my friends. And that's
1: yeah. us. We are the three best friends. Sing the song. And we're the three best friends <laughs> <that laughs> of
2: I, I wasn't being serious. <laughs> was not being
1: serious. <laughs> oh, sorry,
2: I was not
0: going to be serious. Ron, you got something? Hey, yeah, uh, I do have something. It's not necessarily trending on Twitter, but it was a thing I wanted Some to get to. It's trending in my head? Yeah, so Wait, that's you cool. have
1: something that's not necessarily trending, kind of like Twitter. your jacket.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> On Best Friends Day, Sorry. shots fired. That doesn't even make wow, sense. That's terrible. I I don't get it. But I love you.
1: I love you too. It's
0: oh, a nice jacket. Yeah, thank you. I don't know what she's talking about.
1: What's not trending?
0: Uh your face. <laughs> um I don't know why. But I'm really into this Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian thing. <laughs> like, I'm really into it. And just yesterday, Megan Fox uh, said that she's friends with Kim Kardashian and said she told Pete Davidson when he asked for Kim's number, there was no way in hell that was going to happen. Wow. No way. Now look at them. They're lovebirds.
2: You don't know if you're ever- raising Kanye's kids together. What's that What's that old saying? You, you miss every shot you don't take, right? spray
3: paint the vegetables. <laughs>